Hi, friends. Welcome to God Stories. I am your host, Cassie, and I am so glad that you're here with me today. This is where I have on my friends, both new and old, to share their God stories. From the big, aha, miraculous, life-changing moments to the ordinary, everyday moments that are oftentimes the very extraordinary, life-changing ones. My hope is that you're encouraged. My hope is that you're sometimes challenged. My hope is that you feel welcome and enjoy today's episode. Chris, welcome to God Stories. Thanks, Cassie. (laughs) Today, I'm so excited. I have my brother-in-law, Alex's brother, on today, Chris Shotanis. Will you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, My name is Chris Shotanis. Um, I am the brother-in-law of Cassie. Um, I'm 31 years old and live in Houston, Texas. Yeah. Do you want to say what you do for work? Uh, I'm a state trooper. Yeah, and you've done that for several years now, right? Yeah. It's been a little over four. Okay. Okay, so when I met Chris, this was, I think, in 2010 at your other brother's uh, high school football game. Yes. I met all three of you then. We went to Chili's after, and Chris did not (laughs) let me live this down for years that I did not finish my food. I only took, like, what, one bite of my soup, but it was because it was cold. (laughs) But I think now he knows that I eat, so (laughs) we're past that. But um, I'm so glad you said yes to being on. So one thing that I think is so cool that has happened in your life is you used to be in the army and were deployed um, to Egypt and something really cool happened when you were there. And you're just going to talk today about that story and what led up to that. So we can just go right into it if you want to talk about the backstory and then um, what happened. I love that. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Just to clarify, it was the Army National Guard. Oh, sorry. So... (laughs) For the military guys, that's a huge difference. We don't really get the same respect as the army. Just like a coffee and a or a cop and a state trooper is different, so yeah. not a coffee. That's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I grew up obviously with Alex in the Netherlands, um, and then we came here, or I came here in 2006. Alex came the year before to America. Yeah. Uh, he came for college, and I think because he moved here, my family moved to Texas as well. Um, so you were in high school still? Yeah, I was in high school. I did junior and senior year in high school, and, um, and then I went to college. Um, but yeah, as far as growing up in the church, it was um, in the Netherlands, there's a very strict, um, I think it's called the Reformed Church, and they only walk to church and the women have to wear dresses and hats and it's uh, very very legalistic Um, but even there we didn't go to that church we went to an evangelical church so it was more like a baptist church and um, you know it was it was good and everything Um, the main thing as far as what happened in egypt had to do with the holy spirit though and um, in the Baptist Church, the Holy Spirit is talked about a lot, but it's a, a different relationship than other people have with the Holy Spirit. Um, and for me and Carrie, as far as uh, our God stories, uh, for us, we see God in our timeline a lot. 
And um, you and Carrie have been married five years now, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We just yeah we just had our fifth anniversary. And when um, did y'all start your relationship before marriage? Um, yeah. So uh, we met at the end of 2013, and I was still at U of H uh, finishing my degree, uh, but we started dating in January of 2014. Um, and I'll I'll never forget Carrie was saying. Like right after we started dating, she was telling me about this work program uh, that they had. She works for, uh, well, the, the name's changed, but it used to be Mustang Engineering, and it changed a few times, now it's just wood. And um, they had a program to work abroad for a year, and it's an exchange program, and somebody from another country would come to the U.S. And uh, the two countries were, I believe, or it was London and Malaysia were the two options and I remember her telling me that and I was thinking we just started dating now you're telling me you want to leave for a year <laughs> so I, I wasn't too happy about that and I, I told her I was like I don't I don't want to I don't want you to leave we just started dating um, and that was around January well I think it was like a month or two later um, that our captain from our uh, troop in the National Guard, he said, hey, I think we might be deploying, but I'm not sure. And um, shortly after, he confirmed, yeah, we're going to deploy next year in 2015. So that was kind of crazy. Then I became okay with Carrie. <laughs> 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 yeah. So <laughs> it's pretty selfish. But uh, then I told her, well, you know, you might as well apply. <laughs> And, uh, was she okay with you deploying too? Yeah, but it was kind of like, don't have a choice. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he signed up for it. Um, so anyway, so she started applying, and it, it's a competitive program. So you have to, uh, I don't know what all she had to do, but there's also an interview and everything, and then a board of people picked who would go abroad. Um, so... In May, I graduated, which is good because if I had not graduated, it would have been like another two years before I could graduate. Oh, wow. Because of deployment. deployment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, I graduated, and then in, in October, that's when Carrie got picked by that panel to be the one going abroad. And um, I was getting deployed to Egypt. And she got picked to go to London. And so London and Egypt is only one hour time difference, like as far as time zones. Right. So if she had stayed in the U.S., you know, it would be... Like eight or nine hours, I yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. So we would have been living in opposite schedules, and it would have been harder to keep, yeah. in, like, talking and everything. Um, so she got picked for London, which would only be one hour time difference. And... Um, that was in October, and then in November, I started my training for uh, the deployment, because you do a few months, like, in the U.S. before you go. Okay. Um, and then January 2015, Carrie left to London, and within a, a month, I left to Egypt. And y'all got engaged right before this, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you tell that story? Or? Sure. <laughs> um, so I wanted a 
like fairly soon I knew I wanted to propose to Carrie. <laughs> um, so her maiden name is Camelor, but I used to call her Planamore because she likes to plan everything. Yeah, I didn't know this. <laughs> no? Uh-uh. Yeah, I called her Planamore. Um, so she would always kind of hint at that she didn't want to get engaged, even though I never asked or said anything. <laughs> so I was kind of bummed because I wanted to propose before we both left. And, uh, but then, <laughs> I, I don't know when exactly, but before we left, suddenly she started hinting that it would be okay that, <laughs> that I proposed. So I was happy because that was my original plan, but uh, I had very short notice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we got engaged in uh, December right before we both left in January and February. Yeah. So yeah, at this point we were engaged. Um, and so, yeah, in Egypt... That's what we, you and I had talked about back then already, Yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not sure when exactly. Do you remember? No. You mean with what happened there? Like while, while I was reading it or shortly after? I don't remember. I, I can't remember, to be honest, but it was around the same time that it happened. Yeah. So uh, in Egypt, basically, the mission was to observe military activity from the Egyptians and the Israelis. Um, so a lot of our time was spent in towers, you know, watching over an area. Um, and um, so back to how I grew up in the church, um, the way we looked at any, um, what you would call spirit-filled churches, you know, it was always kind of weird um, for us um, because, oh, that's a trash truck <laughs> of all times. Um, but anyway, um, so w- when we looked at spirit filled churches, you know, we always were kind of, uh, I don't know if we were taught, but it was always weird to us. And, but if, if you really think about it, the Holy Spirit is God. How can you say God is weird? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but uh, Carrie grew up in an Assemblies of God church. And so when I f- first visited one of the services, that's exactly how I felt, like weirded out. Yeah. Even though it wasn't that bad or bad. Yeah. You know. So um, I kind of struggled with that. Um, because I, I liked the people there. I knew it was genuine. There was, it wasn't weird, but I struggled with why I felt weirded out about it. How was it different than the church services that you had been to? Um, well, church services I've been to, you just sit there and you listen. (laughs) This was more interactive, you know? (laughs) Amen. You know. <laughs> Preach it. <laughs> um, so, like I said, I, I it wasn't weird, but I felt weirded out just yeah. based on how I grew up in the church. Um, and I didn't necessarily seek out to 
learn more. I would ask Carrie questions and stuff, but I didn't really seek out to learn more. Um, and so in Egypt, there were many different posts that we would go to for a month at a time. And this particular one I went to, the tower had a couple books in there because you're just staring at either a desert or uh, like the ocean. And at night, there's nothing to do really. And nobody goes by. Um, and you got duty to work at night by yourself in the tower, right? Yeah. So, but then in the tower, I saw a book by Robert Morris and it was called The God I Never Knew. And on the front, it said how real friendship with the Holy Spirit uh, can change your life. And I kind of read the, uh, what's that called on the back? The, um, just a short. I'm wanting to say index, but it's not index. Just a little bit about the book. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, wow, you know, this, maybe I should read this book. Like, what are the odds of this book being here randomly? Yeah. So even when I wasn't in a tower, I just took it out. And because we had, you know, some free time, obviously, and all that. And so I read the book while I was there. And um, I believe Robert Morris also grew up the same way I did, more in a Baptist setting. And so I think that's why his perspective also really stuck with me. Uh, Like I could relate to everything he was saying. And uh, so that, that book really gave me a lot of answers and opened up my heart to really everything God has for us. Um, Not saying that, you know, if someone like a, a Baptist doesn't believe in the same Holy Spirit as me or someone else, doesn't mean they don't know God, but they might not be experiencing God to the fullest. Yeah. Um, so this book went through all the different things about Holy Spirit. Yeah, and it, and exactly that. Like, he was weirded out by it as well. And why is that? Why why are we weirded out by God? If you, if you really read the stories in the New Testament, you know... <laughs> Like, crazy, crazy stuff happens with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we just read it, and we're like, oh, yeah, that's back then. You know, no, it's the same Holy Spirit. Yeah. And why why would that not happen now? Yeah. Other than you're not believing. Right. So, um, yeah, that was a really amazing moment that God basically found me by sending me to Egypt which is not a Christian country. I'm sure there's a lot of Christians there. I don't know. That's incredible. Yeah. I don't know how open uh, you can be a Christian there. I'm not sure. Yeah. So this book was answering all these questions you had uh, from going to that church service at Carrie's church. Yeah. And probably explaining even more than you even questioned. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, just the perspective he came from was the same that I same way I grew up so yeah he understood understands the obstacles of uh, basically of the church and beliefs and that kind of hold like they kind of hold you back or set you free to really know God yeah so how did that change your relationship with God or did it change your relationship um, it did 
Um, I don't really know specific as far as like I haven't spoken in tongues myself mm -hmm. or anything um, but I think it was I did have some drawbacks as far as with Carrie and her church the way she grew up and what was normal to them I did kind of have a maybe a wall built up mm -hmm. if that's the right way to say it yeah towards that and and that that book kind of broke down that wall wow so going to their services after that was actually really fun and i was just in awe when somebody's giving a message to the church uh, through the holy spirit i was just in awe like wow that's god right there yeah and before it was just it's just church you know but now when i go to the services it's like wow this is amazing and uh and, and it lines up f when when i read about the holy spirit and the holy spirit's there to encourage us like it's always encouraging and like wow yes i know this is god yeah. you know yeah what but if it was a year ago i would have been like wow what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think what you were saying earlier about timing, it's really cool because the fact that this happened when you guys were engaged before you got married uh, was obviously yeah. God's plan. Yeah, exactly. And if we had both been in America still, I doubt I would ever have picked up a book about it. And It wouldn't have meant the same thing to you. No, correct. And uh, even though Carrie and I talked, I think, almost every day... Um, it was still, I, I felt like I was there alone, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that book was basically, or me being able to dive into the book, if I if I didn't have all that time there to do it, I, w I would have never done it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's like that book was truly there just for you. Yeah. In that time where I had, and I'm not a reader, by the way. Yeah. I don't read books. <laughs> I, I've read, I mean, I've read more. Since you've been married to Carrie. <laughs> yeah, since since then I've read more than I have my whole life. But at that time, I probably had read, I don't know, maybe six books. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were texting us about it then. Because um, the more I'm thinking about it, I think when you were reading that, you were telling us about it. And it being really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I know you and I had had several conversations about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was very awesome. Yeah, because I had experienced Holy Spirit on mission trips. Because uh, I also grew up like Methodist church, Baptist church. And some of the things about Holy Spirit just weren't talked about. It wasn't that my churches didn't believe in it. It's just it wasn't really talked about. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember experiencing all kinds of things. You know, prophecy, speaking in tongues, people falling out in the aisles. Like all kinds of <laughs> stuff on mission trips uh, that I had never experienced growing up. And it is really cool, and it got me to study the Word for myself and, like, look into Scripture. It's all in Scripture myself, and so that's really cool. I, I have actually another story about Egypt. I forgot about it until now. Um, there was a sergeant there. He, he was younger than me, I think. He was a, a young guy, but he had been in longer. Um, but he told me, I think it's because the book that we talked about the Holy Spirit 
And so he shared an experience he had. And he was not a Christian, still wasn't then. But he said that uh, <laughs> he was dating this girl and he went to church with her because she invited him. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? And uh, it was a Pentecostal church. And uh, <laughs> he happened to be standing in the aisle and this preacher was going around like touching people and they were like falling and stuff and he was like oh no like <laughs> is he coming to me <laughs> and because he was coming down the aisle and uh he, he was coming to him. <laughs> he was like oh no do i like pretend fall or he was trying to like think of what to do when the guy came and apparently the preacher like laid a hand on his head or shoulder whatever it was and he said he just felt like in his stomach like he was on a roller coaster and he just fell to the ground and started sobbing uncontrollably wow and and he um, a second before he was you know oh what am i gonna do and like <laughs> thinking very rationally about it and then next thing he knows he's on the floor sobbing wow. like like a little baby yeah and he doesn't know what just happened or what to do and he said this sweet little lady came and put a blanket on <laughs> <laughs> and uh and that was that like he later got up and that was it but wow well, uh i didn't really understand because he was he couldn't explain it but he still he he didn't believe that there he doesn't believe there's a god wow even though he can't explain that and i'm not sure i've never had that experience but um, it was just interesting to hear it from a total random unbeliever that had went to church. Yeah. So I remember being on the mission field in Honduras and praying over a woman outside at this, you know, crusade, and she fell down to the ground, like on her back. Just when I was praying for her, I obviously didn't push her or anything. Yeah. So things happen, you know. Yeah. Which. And it's God. So. What are you gonna say? God is weird. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I. Um, when I was on maternity leave or whatever, right after Judah was born, I remember watching Robert Morris on TV and just learning a lot from him. And I remember a series he taught called Fre Frequency, and he talked about the different ways we hear Holy Spirit. And some people uh, feel it. You'll hear people say, like, I feel this way, and that's how they hear Holy Spirit, or mm -hmm. all just all different kinds of ways. I think he walked through, like, four ways that we can hear God. But... Holy Spirit really is like that friend, like no other, that is our counselor and our guide. And um, it's our really encourager. cool. Encourager yeah. to do life with Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, thank God you for sharing. God is amazing, yeah. He really is amazing, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything else you want to share before I ask my last fun question? Um, <laughs> I mean, how much time do you got? <laughs> <laughs> as much as we need. Um, I, I could tell you a little bit more about the timeline. Yeah. That uh, is really amazing how God worked with us. Um, and uh, so like I was saying earlier, we both got sent away at the same time. We were within an hour uh, as far as time zones. So both our days were days. And in, in America, while in America, it was still night. Yeah. You know. Um, but so where, where we were in Egypt, actually they allowed visitors if nothing was too crazy 
going on over there. Right. So Carrie was actually able to visit me. And a lot of people from uh, the UK or just Europe in general, they go to Egypt on vacation. So there's real cheap flights and it's a short flight and a lot of people do it. So Carrie was able to visit pretty easily and for pretty cheap. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, it, w- it was really hard to say goodbye though because we knew it was again going to be you know, like six months or whatever wow. it was. Yeah. And, uh, didn't so, you get to go visit her once too? No, no, I oh, never okay. got to, no. Um, but in November, her assignment was up and my deployment was done. So we both came back at the same time. I think she came a week or two earlier. Um, so we both got home at the same time. And then in January of 2016, I started applying with DPS. Um, and we were going to get married in May, or we got married in May. Uh, and up to May, we were looking for a house to buy. And within our budget, we were looking for a townhome. And we just couldn't find one that we liked for our budget. And it was a pretty low budget. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, somebody overheard Carrie talking at work. And they overheard her saying that, that we're looking for a house. And he randomly came up to her and said, hey, I heard you talking about it. We live in a townhome and the owner is trying to sell it to us because they were renting at the time. And the owner's trying to sell it to us and it was a really good price. Like, like I think like 20000 under what it was worth. And he was basically doing them a favor. He said, if you want, I can ask him if he'll offer that to you and because uh, they had already looked for or they had already found a different house they were going to move to so okay. um, that's why they weren't buying the house and the the house that we're in now uh, like it all worked out perfectly he, he extended the offer to us as well so we got a really good deal and it was everything we had wanted in the townhome it was in your budget so, yeah and kind of within our <laughs> it was close enough um but it was everything we had wanted in the house. And it came out of nowhere. We, we couldn't find it. Everywhere we looked, we couldn't find one. And it just randomly, because a guy heard Carrie at work talking about it, he, and he didn't have to offer it to her. Yeah. But he did. That's so cool. <laughs> so basically the house was ready right when we got married. So that was really awesome. Um, but then I had applied with DPS and... I got accepted to the academy in September, so that's only a few months after we got married. And with DPS, they're sending a lot of troopers to the border because that's where they have a lot of openings and they're trying to have more troopers on the border. So after the academy, I got sent to um, Corpus Christi. But mind you, I could have been sent anywhere. I could have been sent to Lubbock, you know, El Paso, anywhere in the state and I got sent to Corpus which was pretty good because it was only a couple hours from Houston yeah uh, so that was already good um, <laughs> but then um, after so after a year supposedly you can transfer to wherever you want but right when I got done with my FTO period the field training period uh, DPS froze all transfers so I wasn't allowed to transfer anymore. So now I was stuck in Corpus. Um, but then, oh yeah, yeah. So K- 
Carrie's job, so they design, they, they work for oil companies and they design things for them. Well, there was a project they were designing that was being built in Ingleside, which is right by Corpus Christi, by Kiewit Company. And Carrie was able to get on that assignment to get sent to Corpus. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. so after I got done with my field training and I had almost a year, and I, I think it was good that I was alone, kind of the same as in Egypt, because I could really focus on the job and learn, and learn what I had to learn. Uh, without, not that carries a distraction, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it, it was good that time alone, but it was really nice because then, uh, Carrie got, I think January, 2018, she got the assignment in Corpus. So now we're living together again. But if you really think about anywhere I could have gotten stationed, Everywhere they do assemblies of these oil rigs, of all places, we both ended up in Corpus. Yeah. In the same place. Yeah. So that was crazy to us. I remember y'all praying about it, and me praying about it too, wanting y'all to live together. Yeah. And then the fact that it got to happen and how it happened is so, so special. And yeah. Cool. And, and unexplainable. Yeah. How perfect it is. Um, and then coming home from Corpus... Um, the same month, October 2019, the same month that Carrie got sent home after that assignment was complete, um, I got approved for a transfer. They had started to open up transfers again, and we both went home in October 2019. That's so same cool. time. Back into this townhouse. Yeah, back into yeah. our townhouse that we had bought, you know, five yeah. years ago. Yeah. Or four years ago. So it's just amazing how... God works everything together for our good. And obviously, you know, out of the academy, I could have been sent to Houston or something. Yeah. You know, but there's so many friends, like really good friends that I met down in Corpus. Yeah. That are lifelong friends. Uh, for work, I made so many connections. Uh, for Carrie, she has a, a lot of new work experience now because of it. Yeah. Like we know we were there for a reason. Um, and it wasn't just, you know, oh, we were in Corpus for a little bit. No, we were there for a reason. Yeah. Um, and, Starting your marriage off away from friends and family, too, is so cool. Yeah, exactly. It's, I think it's really, I mean, Alex and I had that as well. And it's really cool to have that time alone together. Yeah. Yeah. You Instead of, yeah, because when you're home, you kind of fall into a pattern or whatever. But there, everything's new. All friends are new. We found a really nice church there. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. I love looking at y'all's life and seeing the timing of everything. Just all of it from Egypt and that book. And mm -hmm. uh, like you talked about, all the places you lived and how God provided houses and everything. It's just been so cool. So cool to witness. I love having you as my brother-in-law. <laughs> Thank you for saying yes to <laughs> talking today. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I told you the last question I like to ask all my guests is if you could sit down <laughs> with someone from the past or present and hear their God stories, who would it be and why? It's funny because you did text me that, but I totally forgot about <laughs> it. <laughs> and I know you always, because I've listened to all your podcasts, and I know you ask it. It's funny because I almost didn't tell you because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, he listens, he knows, but I was like, no, I got to tell him. I know him. <laughs> you reminded me and I still forgot. <laughs> But when you initially asked me, I did think uh, 
Peter from Jesus' time because uh, my mom always thinks that when she reads about Peter that it reminds her of me. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, uh, because he was very, uh, I don't know how you say it, passionate person. Uh Uh-huh. So, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it's because of what my mom said or if I can relate to Peter, but I just think it would be cool to be able to talk to him about what he experienced, basically. Yeah, one of Jesus' best friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. I didn't think you'd have one, so there you go. You You had one on the spot. Well, I didn't have one, but (laughs) that's the one I thought about when you initially asked me. Yeah. (laughs) And then I forgot about it. That's good. Hey, thanks, Chris. Yeah, you're welcome. It was nice. Friends, thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love if you could share it with a friend. If you could give a rating and review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast, that would be amazing. That way, when other friends come across it, they know to listen too. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at God Stories with Cassie. Love you guys so much. Have a great day.